The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome, welcome to The Career Confidant. And good afternoon if you are tuning in live. If you're tuning in on the podcast, thank you for downloading. This is your host of The Career Confidant, Marie Zeminoff, and I'm so happy that you've joined us. If you've downloaded this or you're listening live, my guess is that you're unhappy in your career, you're looking to make a change, and you're wondering maybe how you can take control. And that's really what this show is about. How do you manage your own careers in a world, a workforce, where that nine-to-five job we all maybe had or wanted to have has stopped being that apparent. It stopped being that prevalent piece of the market. Today, they're asking you to manage your own career. You've got to be able to move in between positions as companies lay off and move their company in a different direction. And so that's what this show is all about is that I bring my experiences helping thousands of professionals who are looking to advance their career or take control. And I also bring in industry leaders to provide career intelligence to help you stay ahead of the curve and moving forward in your career. And I really don't believe that everyone was meant to be an entrepreneur. That takes a certain willpower, skill set, whatever you might want to say, But we all do need to be in charge of our careers. And where are we going? How are we going to get the skills we need? And how are we going to find the next position? Because we know that the one we're in today won't last forever. So today, we're going to be talking about a key piece of career management, which is personal branding. As we've gone through the show, we've talked about career change, We've talked about how to job search a little bit, given you an introductory crash course perhaps to some of the main concepts and underlying quite a few of them is this idea of personal branding. Now, personal branding can be kind of a scary topic to lots of job seekers that I talk to because it's, it's big. It's a big question, right? We're talking about talking about your brand. Who are you? And we'll talk a little bit more about what branding means. And we'll talk about how brand and your brand is not necessarily fluff. 
people always say, you know, I, I don't care about the fluff. I don't want to be fluffy. And branding, if you do it right, really isn't about the fluff. Other people will say, well, I, I don't want to create a brand that's not genuine. You know, all this branding stuff is about, you know, manipulating to who you want to be and manipulating people to see you how you want them to see you. And I, I would say that I'm not sure that's possible. And that branding, if we go through the process, really is, the purpose is, to get at what is genuine and to communicate that in a way that makes sense to our market. And we'll talk more about that. But we're not talking about fluff and we're not talking about changing who you are by any means. Uh, We're just talking about being able to capture and communicate that brand today. So for all of you who would want to take the opportunity to ask a question about your brand or any of the other topics around career management that you might have burning in your minds, you can feel free to call in live at 866-472-5790. Again, that's 866-472-5790. Or you can email me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com at any time with your questions. So let's dive in. What is branding? Branding is a process of creating a brand. So what is a brand? A brand, very simply, is who you are, what you do, and why it matters. So pretty simple, the idea of a brand. Who you are, what you do, and why it matters. Now for a company, this might be easier. Right, and we'll talk about some examples. When you're talking about your personal brand, you don't have a product or service, right? And so that's where a lot of people struggle is coming up with defining that maybe who they are and what they do part of the brand. What you do have are skills, qualities, and maybe even goals that you want others around you to know, either so that you can sell something, so that you can sell internally, or maybe so that you can move up or move out. And Part of that message, the skills, qualities, and goals that often gets missed is the goals piece. And that's a huge issue that I see very often with folks looking to advance in their career, wanting a promotion, especially internally, but even externally. Internally, if you want to advance and you're not clear about your goals or others aren't clear about your goals it becomes very difficult to advance because no one knows that you want to. That may seem simple, but it's a part of the branding process that I've noticed lots of people forget. And especially in the career advancement area, it can cause some some problems. So we're going to talk about that more and we're going to talk about career advancement more as we get into March. But today for the branding piece... Although you don't have a product or service, 
We're going to be talking about those skills, qualities, and a few other pieces in there, and the goals that you want others to know. That is your who are you and what do you do. Then we'll get into the why it matters. And obviously that is a challenging piece for all of us to really sit down and think, why does what I do matter? How does it add value? And it does. It does. And we just need to find the language around that. So we'll talk about that more today. So a few examples here to kick us off. Watching the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics. I, I don't know if it's the career counselor in me, but I just love seeing awesome raw talent achieving and on display for all of us to see this, this raw talent. And I notice a change in Sean White. Sean's a pretty big snowboarder, also has a clothing line, has maybe even a snowboard line. And if you've been watching for any amount of time, you, you know about 12 years ago when Sean first came onto the Olympic scene at least, that he had uh, maybe a bad boy kind of attitude, right? He had long hair. He, he just had a brand that was all about snowboarding. Right. It was all about, look at what I can do on the mountain. And when you see Sean today, you'll see that that's changed. He's a clean cut. And my guess is that his goals are maybe even less focused on performing his sport, although obviously still wants to have a high achievement there. But a larger brand, a larger goal, focused on bigger picture, building his empire, if you will, of products, of, well, probably just products that he wants people to know about and to consider in a certain way. And so that might be an example of a brand, personal brand, transformation and how skills, qualities and goals that maybe we are not even aware of, we're projecting, and then how we could maybe control those and change them without being less genuine, maybe just evolving, right? Our, our brand evolves, and there probably are still some key underlying pieces of those skills and qualities and even goals that have stayed true for Sean. Then we look at a company example. And the one I like to use, they, they used to have a very clear tagline, Can you hear me now? Verizon Wireless. And when you hear, can you hear me now, it was all about coverage. Now they've got the commercials with the maps, and their map is the most filled in of the United States, right, showing their coverage. And that's their brand promise. Their brand promise is that they have the best coverage. It's a little easier to come up with a brand promise for a company, but it may be something that as we work through the branding process, you start to come up with for yourself. What is your brand promise? What do you do better or different than your competitors? The cell phone market has that down, and we'll talk more about that later. But for just thinking about Verizon and the strength of their brand, and especially when they had that, that campaign going where it was all about the brand promise of, can you hear me now? 
third, another company, Nike. Nike's message is so simple, right? Just do it. Just do it. And that simple tagline is really embodying the brand of sport. We're focused on performance, sport, get out there and do it. I don't know, I think they've adapted something similar to the the tagline that Mel Gibson comes up with them for in a movie of no games, just sports. And that's really what Nike is all about. Right? Their brand promise is that you'll have the equipment that you need to operate at your best, to perform at your best. And that's their brand promise and brand across their product line, across all of the things that they offer. That's what they tell you that they'll do. So let's go back to a personal one. And I think when we look at big personalities, people that are nationally or internationally known, we, know, we see a combination of some PR help, right? Public relations help, somebody coaching them and, and letting them exude their brand the best way that they can. Not necessarily changing their messaging, but just helping them communicate the message they want to communicate if, if I have good PR help. And I look at people like Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, right? They're football quarterbacks, and if you're not into football, you still probably know who they are especially if their team has made it to the Super Bowl in recent years. You know who they are. And the amazing thing about these individuals is that usually they've had to really know who they are and what they value to get to where they are, to be as successful as they are. And that brand of what they value, what they want to stand for, and what they want to achieve is really what a PR coach or whoever in their organization is helping them communicate that genuinely and build that cohesive brand around their their base values and skills and qualities that they want people to see. And so thinking about what comes out and the messaging that comes out for those folks, we're going to be talking about that for you all. Right? How do you want to build your own messaging? Then we're going to be talking about branding. What goes into it? How do you build it? And how do you communicate it so that you build a cohesive picture of who you are and the skills that you want to use and the goals of where you want to go so that you can move up in your career, move out, or if you're job searching, stand out from the crowd. So if you'll come back, we have just a short break here, and we're going to dig into the branding process. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. 
Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you looking for innovative ideas on how to achieve your financial dreams? Tune in to Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Join certified financial planners Ken Smith and Ethan Broga to learn how you can obtain financial success. You'll be entertained while you discover techniques to alleviate your financial concerns. Empirical Investing Radio every Thursday at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we're talking about the maybe big, hairy, scary idea of personal branding, and we've talked a little bit about the difference between company branding and personal branding and some of the similarities. Given you a few examples, and we're going to circle back to some of those as we dig into the branding process. So the branding process, again, a brand is who you are, what you do, and why it matters. And branding is really the process of defining and then communicating that. So it's not just defining it, but the process also is communicating that. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the process, and then we'll talk a little bit about the communications so the process of, of creating your brand, of uncovering your brand, whatever it might be that you want to verb use, you want to use there, is that it starts a little bit like the career change or career exploration process. So it might be a little brief review for some of you who've listened to the second episode where we talked about career change. The problem that I see with a lot of branding processes, branding books, is that a lot of times they want you to start at the deepest, what I consider to be the deepest questions, right? What's your vision? What's your mission? What's your purpose? Those are all really deep questions. And I think starting with some of those concepts may be where some of you, especially who are trying to do it yourself through one of these books, have had a hard time is that you're trying to start at the very depths of the process. You know, as a counseling student, that was one of the best concepts I think I learned was the idea of kind of working into something with a client, digging, digging, getting to the deep part, and then making sure that we kind of know how to get back out of that, the depths. And your brand works the same way. We want to dig into it, get deep, but then we have to know how to come back out of it and communicate it in a way that makes sense to everybody. If we stay really deep, and I've seen you clients, that professionals who are job seeking, who stay really deep, 
You send me 12 pages of information about who you are, all the assessments, right? You're very deep in your brand. And knowing how to move out of that and bring it all together and communicate it is one of, one of our challenges, I think, for all of us once we get deep into our brand. And so we'll talk a little bit about that today. It's not easy, but we'll talk a little bit about it today. So instead of starting with the vision and mission in the depths of your brand, we are going to start with some very simple things. Start in the same place we started with the career change process. Starting with your skills. right? What is it that you like to do? What is it that you want to be known for skill-wise? What skills do you want your colleagues to come to you for? What skills do you want your colleagues telling other people you're great at? What skills do you really want to promote on a resume in your LinkedIn profile? That's a pretty easy place for a lot of us to start. What skills do we like to use? What are our strengths professionally? Another piece of the picture that we can start with, again, is values, right? What do we really value about ourselves, about work? What is it that we want others to see in us, whether it be hardworking or creative, innovative? What are those things that we value? Then there are some assessments that can help us get at those that we talked about in the career change session, right? The, the Myers-Briggs type indicator can help us look at what we value, some values sorts. There's some online values sorts, as well as maybe a values card sort can help us look at what we value. And we can do the same thing for our skills, right? Take a skills assessment, although I think a skills sort is usually a a good thing to do. We know our skills. We don't necessarily need an assessment to tell us what we're good at. And a strengths assessment. StrengthsFinder 2.0 is my favorite one. So those two pieces get our juices flowing and they start to move us down the path of building our brand. The next piece, and the one that lots of people forget, and actually when I went through the reach branding process, this was one of the things that I loved because most people forget goals. What are your goals? Yeah, we can look at vision, and vision is kind of this bigger picture, but really, what are your goals? What are your professional goals? What are your personal goals? What are those goals that in 20 years you would love to have said you've done? Write all of those down. Think about where you want to achieve. What are all the facets of your life, professional, maybe parent, personal? What are your goals? And you may say, well, part, being a parent's not part of my brand. Well, it may be, right? It depends on, depends on your brand. It depends on how you want to put it together. But writing down all of those goals is a good step. So we've talked about skills, get some of those down, then we look at our values, and then we start setting some goals. What is it that I really want to achieve? And from looking through those pieces, 
then we might start to move into the depth of, okay, what is your mission, vision, and if you like it, your purpose, right? What is it that you feel like you are meant to do, called to do, driven to do, however it is that you couch or phrase it, that might be the next step. Pulling those things together, those skills, those values, maybe some passions or fascinations, as my my good friend Elizabeth Harney likes to call them. What are those things that get you energized? Maybe it's skill sets, maybe it's passions and the values. And then you can look at what is my vision? What do I see myself achieving? How am I going to make a difference in the world? Right? And how that how I'm going to make a difference in the world will bring in later when we talk about your brand promise. And those pieces really come together as the depth of your brand. We're really getting into the corners of the mind that maybe few people go to consciously, but going there helps you be so much more clear about who you are, what you do, and why it matters. So that's the start of the branding process, is to really look at your skills, your strengths, maybe even your qualities, and think about how those come together. Now, the REACH branding assessment is something that is available to you. If you search REACH branding, you'll find it fairly quickly, and it'll help you define some of those things. One of the pieces that it looks at is your brand attributes, which is a lot like qualities, right? What are you, the top qualities you want people to see about you? What are the top qualities that are kind of entrenched in you? And so we're, we have those pieces, our skills, our values, our passions or fascinations, our strengths, maybe some qualities, And we start to pull those together, maybe putting them all on one page. I think that's the other piece of branding that's difficult is that if you've been taking lots of of assessments, just like career change, if you've been gathering a lot of information, distilling it down becomes your first challenge. Then we have to compare that information to something. First, we might compare it with our peers. So if I am a financial manager and I want to say that I am you know, I'm analytical, maybe develop good presentations, maybe I'm a leader, I can lead teams, create policy. I've got all these skills that I, I like to use. And maybe I'm passionate about growth, right? I'm passionate about being able to help an organization grow. Well, great. Now I can put those things together and say, okay, so which of these things is different from my peers? And maybe I start with what's the same, 
and then I move into what's different. So what do all of my peers say that's similar to what I'm saying? And then what really are some of my differentiators? How am I different? As a career counselor, career coach, this has been a challenge for me personally. If you've been out in the career world and done any research to try to find someone to help you, there are probably thousands of us, right? There are thousands of career coaches, thousands of professional resume writers. And so it it really comes down to, and people will ask me, you know, how are you different? How are you different? And I struggled with that for a while. Then I started to realize that there were a lot of people doing what I do who talked about networking, they talked about selling yourself, but they seemed so comfortable with it. They seemed like they've never struggled with it, right? You've seen those people who, the life of the party, they walk in and they know exactly how to connect with people, how to network, and oh boy, was that not me. And so I started to realize that what made me different Maybe not one out of however many thousand, but definitely in a unique little pool, is that I'm not the natural networker. I'm not the natural salesperson. I'm not the person who naturally knew how to communicate those things and how to sell themselves. And so I've learned and struggled with how to do that. And I love working with clients who are the same. I love working with clients who don't have that natural ability to network, to sell themselves, and to really help them differentiate themselves in the market, and to be able to do that in a way that's comfortable for them, because I've had to find ways to do it that are comfortable for me. So that's just one idea of that differentiating idea. What makes you different among your peers What do you do that's differently or what do you bring that's different? So when you come back, we're going to talk more about how to get out of the depths of all this information that we might have collected and start to communicate our brand. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets, or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, 
Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back. And we are talking about branding, the maybe overwhelming topic of developing your personal brand. So we've talked about the process a little bit and how we might start with things that are not quite so deep, our skills, our values, our passions, our fascinations, our interests, what interests us, what drives us, what makes us get up in the morning. Those might be a little easier for us to identify. And then moving into our goals, what is it that we want to achieve And then we might look at the bigger picture of our vision, our mission. What is it that we want to do with our career in a bigger picture? And we're moving into deepening our brand. And then once we're there and we've got all this information about who we are and what we do, then we start doing some evaluation. And so we talked about at the very end of the last segment, comparing ourselves to our peers, right? And really looking at what do I do or have that's the same? And what do I do or have that might be different than my peers? And that as I'm moving out of the depths of collecting my brand information, that might be one piece that changes how I communicate my brand is by really thinking about What do I want to highlight based on what we know differentiates us? Then we might also want to evaluate our brand based on those pieces of feedback that we get from others. So maybe I see myself as a very strong leader. But when I start to survey others, they see me as maybe a project manager, maybe a maybe a doer, not a leader. And so I start to look at my brand and I, you know, I'm filtering. I'm not necessarily changing what I am based on their feedback, but I'm evaluating. Does this brand I think I have show itself in the marketplace? Does it show it itself to my friends and my family? And that's one of the things I like about the 
breach branding assessment I do with quite a few of my clients is to really look at that feedback. And you could do it very simply by asking people to describe you in five words, right? Send an email to your friends, family, colleagues, former colleagues. Quick assessment I'm doing on myself. Would you please reply back with the five words you think describe me most? And look for three themes. Compare that to the things you had written down about yourself. Which things look strong that others see? And that might help you determine where you focus your brand also. Those strongest pieces that both you see and others see. And it may show you some areas you need to work on. Skill sets that others need to see. Right? It might be especially true if you're trying to advance or, or change is looking at those skill sets and what other people might not be seeing that you want them to see. So that might be our first part of evaluating all this information we've gathered for ourselves. How am I different? Which of these things are different than my peers? And then which aspects of my brand are so strong already that other people see them too? Then we've started to call down the information And we get back to evaluating the things that are left based on the goals we said we wanted to achieve. So bringing back in here the importance of these goals. And based on the the first show of this year, I just had to kind of draw us back that goals are maybe what we want to achieve. Maybe actions, maybe a little more tangible. There's also this idea of intention. Right? Who is it that I want to be? And we can think about that in maybe a little bigger picture. Right, Chuck Hancock came on in that first show and talked about intention and the idea of, you know, I want to be this kind of person. I want to be a healthy person. I want to be a, a kind person. Whatever might be some of those bigger value-driven intentions that we've set, those figure in here too. So when we look at our goals, maybe they're career goals, they're a little more specific, and we look at some of those intentions. Who am I? Who do I want to be? Or as my friend Rich Feller says, who am I becoming? Those are the pieces that we're looking at to decide which pieces of our brand we're going to continue to bulk up, to promote, to hang our hat on. So we're looking at our brand, we're looking at all this information we've gathered, and we're saying, okay, what is going to help me achieve these goals? Or what is going to help me become what I want to become? And those attributes, those skills, those interests, whatever it might be, that fit into those goals, that move us forward, Those are the ones that we want to keep in our brand. So you can see us coming out of the depths here. We've shaken some things out because they were too much like everybody else or or maybe no one else sees them and they're eh, they're not worth trying to make people see. And then we've started to look at, okay, so which things are going to really help me get where I want to go? can't get there if we didn't do the pre-work to figure out where we want to go. So now we're thinking about our brand and what needs to shake out based on where we want to go. And then we might do a little bit of gaps analysis, right? We've got this stuff. We know what we have. We know 
what differentiates us. We know what's important to moving us forward. Now, are there anything that our brand is missing or skills that our, our brand that we're starting to develop is missing that we need to succeed in the work that we want to do, that we need to achieve those goals? And that gaps analysis piece may add some things to our brand, may add some things to our messaging that are important. And I think this is the struggle between the opposing sides of of maybe the resume world, right? That communicating you is all about you, and then there's a resume world that's communicating is all about them, And really a good brand is somewhere in the middle. Here are the differentiators that you bring. And here is how it applies to or adds value to the company. And that may mean adding in some things that are important to them that maybe didn't make it to the top as you were knocking off some of the things in your initial brand. All right. So we're moving out. We've come out of the depth of our branding process. We've gathered all this information And now we're shaking some things off. As we're shaking things off and as we're deciding what will meet our goals, we also have to think about who our audience is. Right? Who is it that we're communicating to? Is it our boss? Is it a new employer? Is it potential buyers? And maybe if we're starting our own business or we're a salesperson, Right? Who are those folks? And that's going to filter into our brand a little bit too. Just in terms of how we want to message our story and where we tell it. So we've started to create this brand. It's really focused on our core core values, our core skills, our strengths, the things that interest us. And I, I, you know, stay true to those things. Gallup research shows that you'll be more successful if you focus in on those things, are what you actually like to do and what you're good at. And then we've started to shake out the things that are different, the things that really stand out, the things that are unique about us. Maybe not unique one in a million, but unique. And these are genuine things. You probably don't pay as much as attention to uh, Peyton Manning as I do. Maybe you do. As a marketing person, I'm always looking at how people market themselves. And one of the things you'll notice if you if you look at the marketing that Peyton Manning's involved in is that he has a sense of humor about himself. Right? I would consider that part of his brand. And my guess is that it's a genuine, intentional part of his brand, that he doesn't take himself too seriously, especially off the football field, right? And he can can joke around, and he's actually quite funny. And when we're looking at our audience, and we're looking at what we want to communicate, and we're looking at what makes us different, it should be something that's genuine and maybe even a little bit effortless, like that. That's what we're looking to capture. We're not looking to create necessarily a brand. We're looking to capture it and then to shake some things out and see what, what really we want to communicate. 
whether that's to move us forward or to move us out or to make sales, it's really about connecting and telling our story. And that story comes from that place of knowing who we are, what we do, and then why it matters. And so as you're looking at, all right, these are the skills I want to use, these, this is my target audience, then you're really looking at why does it matter? Why does what you do matter to your target audience? Why, when Verizon is selling us that they have the best coverage, they've identified that that is a place that they can add value. We have the best coverage. Their competitor, let's choose Sprint, will tell you that they have the best data, right, unlimited data. And so it's not necessarily we're better than them, which we struggle with when we're creating our personal brand. Most of us were taught not to say we're better than. And so we're not talking about saying that you're better than someone else. We're just asking, why would we choose you over them? Why would you choose Verizon over Sprint? Well, do you want great coverage? Or do you want unlimited data? That's the choice. And they've clarified their brand and their brand promise, why it matters, so that we as consumers can make a choice. And maybe a scary thing for us to do as a job seeker, but in essence, when we're creating a brand, we're doing the same thing. This is who I am. If you want this, choose me. So we're going to wrap this up and talk about communicating our brand when we come back and having move you through the process. And you'll have to go back and do some work. We're going to talk about how you get, get out there and start communicating that brand. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career you can have the foresight skills and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities a strategic advantage and career expert marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused get found and get hired Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick and mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King. For a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network.
are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Well, welcome back to The Career Confidant, and we are closing up our conversation here about branding. And we've walked through kind of the, the dip of branding here, starting in easy, easing in by thinking about our skills, our interests, our strengths, our values, deepening into maybe what's our purpose, what are our goals, where are we headed, and then starting to shake some things out as we evaluate against our peers, what makes us different, and thinking about our existing brand out in the market what do people already think about us and then how do these brand pieces get us to where we want to go how do they help us move us forward towards our goals and as we're shaking things out we're clarifying our brand we're whittling it down making it more concise making it more clear towards some kind of target audience Right? Who are we communicating it to? Is it potential customers? Is it potential employees? One of the funnest projects I've worked on most recently was a set of LinkedIn profiles for a company's executives and their company LinkedIn profiles. And thinking about the different audience for each of those. And that a CEO's profile might be looked at by individuals who are looking to do business with the company company leaders of partners, and employees who are looking to work there. And so the brand that this person is building has the foundational roots in their strengths and values. And then we've shaken it down, right? You only get a certain amount of characters in that LinkedIn profile. So we've shaken it down based on what makes them different, what's their unique story, and then how do we want that messaging to come across to the target audiences that are going to be looking at that profile. And that might be one of our communication tools that we need to think about after we're building our brand, right? Our LinkedIn profile. And who are we thinking is going to look at that? And a couple of weeks ago, we, we had Vivica von Rosen come in and just talk about a mile a minute about the, the LinkedIn process, what what you need to have, how it works. So go back and listen to that as well if you'd like to. But that's one of our communications pieces. Now the hard thing about a communications plan for your brand is that it needs to be a combination of the things that are comfortable for you and relevant to your brand. So comfortable to you and relevant to your target audience. Sorry, comfortable for you, relevant to your target audience. So we're thinking about, do I need to be on Twitter? Well, is Twitter comfortable for you? And is your audience there? Because it may not be worth the time to set up an account and try to get followers and manage your account and communicate with other people and build good relationships on Twitter if it isn't comfortable for you and nobody that deals with your brand is there, nobody that buys whatever it is you want to sell is there. So that's our communications plan, is really considering 
all of the avenues. And where is that sweet spot between the things that are relevant for our target audience and comfortable for us? As a job seeker, I'll tell you that LinkedIn is probably the one social media that we want to get on and make sure we have a good profile there, mostly because of its rank in Google searching for your name and because a lot of recruiters use a LinkedIn proprietary system that allows them to search and review profiles. 98%, I think, Vivica shared. It was amazingly high. So that LinkedIn profile is going to be part of our brand. Then last week, we talked a little bit about the resume. And the, the resume itself is a branded document today. It's a little bit of who you are and how you're different. And then really focus towards your audience and what matters to them and how who you are and what you've done matters to them. Right? That's our brand. Who we are, what we do, why it matters. That's our resume in a nutshell. We're focusing that resume on those pieces and our accomplishments that display those pieces. So a resume is part of our communications package as a job seeker, even if we're looking to advance. Then we might have other written communications, right? Maybe we have an an executive bio. Maybe we have cover letters. We've got those written pieces. Part of our brand is also our presentation. Right at the beginning, I talked a little bit about Sean White and the evolution that's happened in his visible brand and as well maybe some of the other pieces of his brand. And that visual presentation is part of our brand. And so thinking about even the technology that you're using, is that congruent with your brand? Your, your office, how your office looks, how you present yourself, what you wear, all of those pieces are part of our brand. And then, of course, our in-person communications, right? Our networking, our interviewing, how we come to work every day, what we say in meetings, all of those things are part of our brand because it's a communication. We're saying something and people are judging it, right? And it's not always going to be perfect. Everything we say is not always going to be on brand. But if we're thinking about that, especially when we go into those situations where we know it's important, that's going to help us keeping move forward to make sure that we're communicating who we are, what we do, and why it matters. If you're looking for a promotion or you're looking for a new job, that's my Get Career Smart tip for today is that branding is your brand is only as strong as your goals. Your brand is only as strong as your goals. If I don't understand where you're headed, what your focus is for your job search, where you want to move if you're looking to advance, then it's going to be very difficult for you to make those moves make those moves if you've not in some way communicated what your goals are and what your value is if i moved you into that kind of position that's the foundation and i i we've come to that a conclusion a few times 
and really want to let that set in because it's so powerful and yet it's so difficult and yet in some ways it's so simple what skills do you want to use where do you want to use them how do you add value and so when you're thinking about your brand and you're trying to get to where you want to go Maybe you're going back to the depths of that branding process, looking at all of the information you've collected and re-sifting and re-sorting. What of this picture is going to get me where I want to go? What of this picture aligns with my goals? And being clear about your goals and then what you bring that adds value, that's the happy place of branding. Right? That's the happy medium of a good, strong brand being communicated in a way that is relevant to the target audience. So if you're struggling in your career, you're thinking about how do I keep moving forward, check out GetCareerSmart.com. It's a site's blog, I guess, just set up to provide resources, provide these Get Career Smart tips We'll be adding more resources. There's show descriptions on there so you can see which shows you might want to go back and listen to depending on what you're struggling with. And I'm happy to answer your questions or comments at that site or via email at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com. So as you move forward this week, Keep thinking that your brand is only as strong as your goals. And how do you want to communicate who you are, what you do, and why it matters? We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.